0: Grace? Yeah, David? Do you want to go back? Back where? Back to the best. Back to the best? Back Back to to the the best. best.
1: Hello and
0: welcome to this week's episode of Back, back to, to the, the best. best. I'm David.
1: <laughs> and I'm Grace. And this is our podcast where we talk about all the best things from the 90s to the 2000s, which is also known as The, the Best, best
0: Times. Times. To all our first time listeners, welcome. welcome to all our former besties
1: returning. Welcome, welcome back. back.
0: This is a situation we're in.
1: Guys, we're in a pickle.
0: Right now, Grace and I are on uh, right next to each other.
1: We're we're looking at each other in the square in the face.
0: But while you're listening to this, Grace is gonna be across the country.
1: Across the pond. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. God, I wish. I mean,
0: you will be across. Like, there's probably there's probably so many a few ponds, ponds. Yeah, like lakes, the
1: Midwest, a lot of lakes, lot a lot of, of ponds, ponds, streams, lakes, streams crooks, rivers, babbling brooks. Creeks. <laughs> I said crooks, creeks, creeks, creeks.
0: Um, so, we just did the episode you heard last week. Yes. And we don't know what news will have arrived Zing. A rose. A rose.
1: <laughs> we a can't, rose such a clatter. Out by the roof, there's a rose such a clatter.
0: Just like um, in the poem.
1: Basically, we're saying we can't predict the future. Basically,
0: we're just being honest. We used to try to lie about this and try to come up with things.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Snakey. Like that
0: first summer whenever I was gone for three weeks and we just did three episodes in one day <laughs> trying to act like we knew what had happened.
1: Because we were so young and naive then. But now that we have
0: this new series called The Best of Back, of back to, the, to best. the Best.
1: We just, we think that honesty is the best policy. And with this new series, we bring the best of Back to the Best to you guys.
0: And we're bringing, uh, if you listened a couple weeks ago, we brought you back to our interview with Joe from S Club 7.
1: Oh God, what a day that was.
0: And this week, we're going to bring you back to our interview with Lisa Ann Walter.
1: Guys, she's Chessie. Yeah, that Chessie from The Parent Trap. The one that we all know. Six pounds, she's 11 She's crying. She's crying. Can I hug her? Can I hold her? Oh, she's so beautiful and so big.
0: If you haven't listened to this, it actually is one of... Like, it really is.
1: An, it's a really great episode.
0: She was incredible. She talked to us for like an hour.
1: Yeah, it's. it was... I'm not sure if this part will be in there. It was peak quarantine. So she talks about the flour that she has at home and all of the, you know, everyone baked in quarantine. Yeah. So you can, that part is, might still be in there if you hear it. But she talked so much about her experience on the parent trap and playing Chessy. She got emotional talking about it at one point because th- this is not a spoiler or a secret. She has twins that were born on the same day mm-hmm. as the girls.
0: October 11th.
1: October 11th and her twin boys Are born on that same day in real life. So it means even more to her. But we're not going to ruin it for you. We're just excited for everyone to hear this if you haven't. And if you have, we've re-listened to it. Oh, I can't even even tell you how many times I've re-listened to it. Because it's amazing to hear it come from her. Mm -hmm. And The Parent Trap is one of the best movies ever.
0: And yeah, like she was saying, it was mid-peak quarantine. Mm -hmm. And it was right after The Parent Trap reunion. So we referenced that. Yes. And... We'll be back next week.
1: Oh with my God. So
0: with brand new content.
1: Brand new content, don't you guys worry. But I kinda like doing this series anyway. It's, it's fun. it's fun to bring these back because they were such good episodes. They, they were. shouldn't just they shouldn't just float in the abyss. No, no, no. No, no Harry. No, no, we no, need no, them no. back, please.
0: So ladies and gentlemen.
1: Boys and girls.
0: Here she is.
1: Lisa and Walter. A.K.A.
0: Chessie. Chessie. <laughs>
2: Can you hear us okay? Now I can. I just. Okay. <laughs> hey. How, How are, are you? you? Uh, I'm good. I'm like, you know, in lockdown, sensational, nonstop cooking mode and taking care of my 85 year old mother. Oh. She had to leave um, her assisted living place. I busted her out of there because they had COVID. Oh, so, no.
1: Yeah, that's good. She's with you. She's safe. She's healthy. <laughs> yeah.
2: And I'm cooking three meals a day and eating all of it. Uh,
1: oh my what God. What a dream. <laughs> yeah. I know. It was just, it was only this week that I said to myself, I had to chill out. Like, I think I made like two banana breads a week and it was getting excessive.
2: <laughs> I ordered, you're going to die. I'm going to show you guys this. I know that we're not, I don't know if you're recording. I hope you are. Cause this is all good stuff. To show you the bag of flour that I got. Hang on. Oh my gosh. (sighs) Okay. I'm gonna send you a picture for your for your viewing audience of what an insane Sicilian does.
0: Oh my god, it seems biggest bag of flour I think I've ever seen.
2: I mean, I did give some of it away. I gave like two giant bags of it away to my friend, Michael Chickless and his family live right near me and they're like some of my best friends and they've been baking. So this is how much? 25 pounds.
0: Oh my God. God. Where do you get a bag that, is that like a Costco thing?
2: (laughs) This is an Amazon thing. There is no flour at Costco. You cannot (laughs) buy flour at Costco. You can buy, Crusty's pancake mix. Oh, oh, thank
1: God. Thank God. You want to see that bag? We'd love to. Just We'd honestly, everything in your kitchen. Just unload everything. All right,
2: hang on. <laughs> hang on. You're going to love this. this oh, my God. <laughs> you are uh, never going to run out of pancake mix.
0: You're like the I ideal want- house to be quarantined at right
2: now. I, I am so the house. I've been making all my friends jealous. And by the way, I don't know, do you know this, that I have 19-year-old identical twin boys that are born on October 11th?
0: Wow. They Wait, have knew
2: twins he, in the
1: movie.
0: I knew you had twins, but I didn't know the date. That's crazy. I
2: didn't know the date either. That is bizarre. The twins, which I did not know until we were, they were airing The Parent Trap on like ABC, you know, because yeah. Disney owns ABC. And uh, they did a, uh, a when they opened um, California Adventure, the theme park that's connected to Disney out here in California, uh, they asked me and Simon Kunz to go, and who plays Martin, Mm -hmm. to go and do like a, you know, like a trip around showing people the rides, showing people the park. And so we went and did it. And um, then they use that like, as they call interstitials, which is what they air with commercials. Okay. Like during the airing of the first time on network TV, you know a lot of people had the v at that time vhs this was 2000 and i know this because my boys had just been born in october and we shot it in the beginning of january that's when they aired it sometime in like january february and i was in my kitchen cooking um, and people were over including simon because he had come over from the uk and i was taking care of everybody and the family was all there and then i hear them screaming in the other room they're all like "Oh." mom mom come here and i go running in and they go october 11th october 11th it's the boy's birthday and so that's when i figured it out i didn't even put it together until they aired the movie and then i called nancy Myers and i said what did you do to me
1: yeah like wild (laughs) what sort of like spell or (laughs) voodoo did she put on you
2: yeah what's what sort of crazy woojoo did you put on me and you know i i mean identical Kid, identical twins are not, in my case, I didn't do any in vitro. I have four kids that I know of. <laughs> and uh, I didn't do any, not in vitro, what do they call it? Um, yeah, in vitro. I didn't do any for, I just, I just get pregnant. So, um, so the, the boys were just, that's one egg with identicals that splits into two babies. So okay. Like, I don't know, meant to be. Wow. And on you October eleven. Yeah,
1: that's amazing. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm sure you guys have questions. I'm so sorry that I came in here like showing my. Bag the <laughs> oh, my gosh, oh my gosh! No. Is
0: the best start to any interview we've ever had.
2: <laughs> and they're in the background. Just FYI. <laughs> oh, they should be. Just a, oh. FYI, I'm sitting. There.
1: You can just display what you've done in quarantine behind you.
2: <laughs> I, I'll show you my. I wish I still had a full loaf of. I baked two loaves of bread yesterday, Ooh. but I've been using them to cut up and like make. Um, Hoagies and stuff like that. For mm. so, I just got one up for my mom. I don't have a full one or I'd brag on that too. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> I also love that you say hoagies. I'm from the East Coast, and we call everyone out here calls them like subs.
2: Yeah, well, I've I've said subs too. Where are you from? Are You from Philly or I I'd hear the accent if you were. Where are you from?
1: I am. At, well, I'm from a suburb outside of Philly.
2: Okay, because you're yeah. not doing your O's. You're not doing a Philly O. Okay.
1: I have lived out here for like seven years now, and one of the first things everybody got me on was my O's. Oh, and like, if I said I'm gonna go get gas instead of gas in my car, yeah. yeah. So I've kind of gotten that gotten out of it.
2: Are you guys actors?
1: I I like used to. We're, this is kind of what our main gig has been the last two years. Um, yeah. But I did move out here for acting. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, because when I went to, I went to Catholic University of America, which is in D.C., and it has a real fancy, Tony prestigious drama department. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know, we like did the Greek. <laughs> um, but one of the first things that, that they do is they like vocally train you. And they were saying, I can't, I can't remember who it was. One of my professors there said... Darling, it's a diphthong. It's not a triphthong. And I'm like, for those of you who don't know, a diphthong is when you say one vowel that goes into another, like, oh, it starts at, oh, and then it goes to oh. a U, right? That's a diphthong. And in Maryland, where I'm from, and Philly, we go, o. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, your o oh is like, it's almost like, this is weird. I almost became a uh, dialect coach because I was so fascinated by it. And in certain areas of our country, we took what were our original accents, which was British, but in certain areas it also was um, impacted by the immigrants that came to that area. So if you notice in Brooklyn and in New Orleans, which are both port cities that got an influx of Italian, Irish, and German immigrants at the same time, they have accents that are similar. So like they both say, instead of toilet, they say turlet. Yeah, they, that's that goyle, true. Like instead of girl, they go, <laughs> oh, that goyle over here. It's, no- I'm, at Catholic <laughs> University, I met Mitch Landrew who became the um, mayor of New Orleans and he's from this famous political family in New Orleans, the Landrews, like Moon uh-huh. Landrew. And I thought he was from Brooklyn, because what do I know about New Orleans? Family, <laughs> like, my mom's from Brooklyn. Where are you from? And he's like, New Orleans, Landrew. I'm like, but the accent is exactly the same. Wow! So they that's had to wild. beat it out of me when I would say oh, Maryland mm-hmm. oh. That's so funny. Yeah, In my North very, country,
1: my very first voice and speech class, they took it. I didn't even know I had an accent.
2: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean accent? I don't know. I don't know what you mean. Yeah. That's so I funny. I know. Everything. Everyone was just
1: like picking on. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, this sounds like completely normal. And everything. They would get on me constantly.
2: They're like, wrong. We're right. That's what I
1: thought. <laughs> I was like, how about I just teach you guys?
0: Yeah. Now you just go over the class. <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: <laughs> and David, where are you from?
0: Uh, so I'm from a really small town, like four hours south of Chicago. Love it. Yeah, so I've been out here about <laughs> six years now.
2: Did you go to like Illinois Un- The the what's it called? What's the campus down there? I know somebody. Uh, who so that. I
0: went to I went to Southern Illinois University. Yes. In, in like right by St. Louis.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. You like it there?
0: I loved it, <laughs> and then moved out here for an internship, and then just never left LA. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: need an intern in a minute. My yeah. <laughs>
1: You need more. You need someone to take care of your flour, your pancake mix. You've got a lot of stuff to (laughs)
2: organize. I need need people to do the boring paperwork crap I don't want to do while I like do fun stuff like bake. That's so. Oh yeah. (laughs)
1: If anybody's listening and wants to be, we can help you hire an intern.
2: (laughs) Get
0: bombarded with Instagram
2: messages. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, they'll just come move in. Well, at least (laughs) be a young person who talks to me. I always say I'm. I'm so happy to do interviews like this because I'm with people. I've got teenage boys, so I'm just happy to be with people that like me.
1: <laughs> got double, double teenage teenage vibes going on in your house.
2: Double trouble, as they, <laughs> this, as people who can't remember that I was in the Parent Trap say, <laughs> no, you're, you're from Double Trouble. I'm like close. That's good. <laughs> double we'll Trouble. will take it.
1: You'll yeah. take it.
2: Whatever. Yeah, Olsen twins, Lindsay. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> twins
0: were involved. It's don't worry about it. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for agreeing to do this and talking. Yeah. About us.
2: I'm thrilled. You guys are so sweet. Thanks for oh, asking. Of course. Well, did we did... watch... I'm sorry to interrupt you. Go no, ahead. No, no. no, you go ahead. I was just going to ask Did you watch the Parent Trap reunion that Katie Cook did? That was
0: so fun. You I haven't
2: mean, I did it? it, but I haven't seen the. I've been so busy in the last couple of days, I haven't even watched it yet, but I hear it's really fun. It's really fun.
1: It was really fun. They had a bunch of like original clips from the movie, and then we both just died when Lindsay and Dennis reread that the car scene. Oh, it was just so great. You guys all it was so wonderful.
2: Yeah, I'm crying. We haven't seen each other. I mean, certainly I've seen Elaine. She's my best friend, so I see her all the time. But I don't. I've seen Lindsay's dad recently in New York. We I was there for something last year, and we got together, and we stay in touch. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I've talked to like Lindsay calls when I was with her and I got on the phone with her a couple of times, Dennis, I saw because I ran into him at a charity event where his band was playing. He was playing with, uh, with the musicians there. And then we hung out. We went to dinner afterwards with him and at that time, just his girlfriend, but then now his wife, Laura. Um, delightful. And in fact, he was hilarious. He was like, come on, she's like the new Meredith. She's, she's like, you are Too much. But you know what's so great is that she's super smart. Like she was getting, she's getting her PhD in math. And she's, Oh, wow. Besides being gorgeous and sweet. She's really, really smart. And I was like, you got a good one. Like, don't mess it up. And he was really sweet and genuine about it. He's like, I kind of gave up on letting myself find happiness. And then I did. So I'm just really supportive of them as a couple and their relationship. And um, Elaine was really funny about it online. She was like, I think she tweeted, watch out for those twins. I
0: think I saw that. (laughs) I love when she posts any Um, Meredith Blake. Things on oh, today. they're the
2: best. She stays in, in character for them, too. Like, I'm just me. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad that the movie was meaningful to you and, you know, that I somehow made an impact in your life. And she's just always a smart ass. Like, <laughs> so funny. <laughs>
1: yeah. I love when she said in the reunion how, you know, especially back then, Meredith was a villain. But now people are living for Meredith Blake. Like, she oh. is an icon even more yeah. than
2: ever. Like two years ago, so for the 20 year reunion, when we saw that um, Disney wasn't going to really push doing anything for it, we were like, what? Like we personally get mail and, and Instagram and DMs and tweets and all the time of people saying, I felt I felt lonely or my parents were divorced or I hadn't come out to my family and I felt accepted somehow by your characters in the movie i felt like you were family and so we've always been very aware uh, and grateful for the special place we've had in the life of the fans internationally you know we'll get it from argentina and and moldova and like all over the world and we really wanted to honor the connection that we have with these people um for the 20th so we did a live viewing. I think I was on Instagram and Twitter and Elaine also had Periscope and Facebook open. We had a ton of like live and we did a live tweet of the movie or a live viewing of the movie. And and Simon, we got Simon in on it. Nancy was chiming in and Simon I've been in touch with too. When I went to England a few times, I stayed with him one night and, you know, we've stayed, we've all stayed in touch. But um I segued so far away from the literally story of our (laughs) life comes back to the original point. What
0: were we we okay? You were talking about the 20th anniversary and doing the live with Elaine.
2: Oh yeah. So so back when that was happening and we did like a big interview on the Today Show and Um, there was a lot of activity around and also the fact that we're best friends and people then were saying I remember reading tweets that said uh, I used to think that she was the most horrible person in the world she was 26 had her own business her PR firm was engaged to marry a millionaire vineyard owner and I'm sitting on my couch (laughs) and eating my dinner out of a cereal bowl which (laughs) one of us had the has the good life you know and That's so it started then so with people going no i think she was actually doing all right <laughs> and then the twins came along and messed the whole thing up like yeah <laughs> she was actually okay meredith That's is so just funny.
1: she's just a role model who would not want like who would not want that at 26
2: nobody i don't like nobody i think my character was probably jealous <laughs> 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 I'm like, why does she get the, I mean, you know, the, obviously, Jesse did not have a thing for Nick Parker, but mm-hmm. Lisa Ann Walter, the actress certainly did <laughs> a thing for Dennis Quaid, which was, as I said at the time, the best piece of acting work I've ever done. Oh. Just, like, just getting to act and be with, with him all day. What?
1: <laughs> I said, just getting to act and be with him all day must have been amazing.
2: Oh, he was amazing. And still is. He's just, he's just lovely. Just, Aww. as I said, dreamy. Had you ever
0: met him before The Parent Trap?
2: No, I met him literally at the same time. He, he came in for all the chemistry reads. So I think they were, had chosen who they wanted and just wanted to introduce him in case there was an issue. There's one of the, there's one of the twins. <laughs> um, Oh, yeah. So on the day that we went to their studio, I can't remember if it was on the Disney lot. I think it might have been. But we I drove over there and I had just done a TV show for Disney ABC. So I was real familiar with the lot and I was real comfortable there and they were real comfortable with me. Um, And so meeting Dennis, the only thing that was weird about it for me was that they had told me like dress down even more. Like, oh, yeah, for the interview was great. I am doing an interview. But... <laughs> um, the way you were it went in for the first audition was great, but like just make sure you're not, you know, done up. So I had my hair in a ponytail and I had no makeup on. And so anyway, so I I, I met him the same way I met Richard Gere when I did Shall We Dance, which was they had already mm-hmm. asked me to put on weight for the movie. And mm-hmm. So I felt, and I was, I was eating like 10,000 calories a day in New York, really good food uh, what I mean? dance, so I did, for like two weeks before I met him. So I felt like, oh my God, these are, these are people that I worshiped. Like <laughs> I totally stand Richard Gere from the time of American gigolo. Yeah. Oh King yeah. Gere, you know, I mean, he was like the, one of the hottest guys ever, officer and a gentleman. But so when I met him, I'm like, I can't believe I have to meet officer and a, and a gigolo with an ass the size of like, <laughs> like, I just was embarrassed, and I sort of <laughs> felt that way about meeting Dennis, just because I wanted to. You want to look cute when you yeah. meet hot guys. Yeah. Now, if you're out on the street, and you run into to an ex, an oh. ex of girlfriend, you don't want to be in like dirty sweatpants. You want to look good, right? Mm-hmm. So. I think I felt a little bit weird just because of that, but I was already in character and yeah. yeah. warm. And then on that same day, even before I walked into the room to meet him, Elaine was in the waiting room. So I actually met her first. And then Lindsay came in. So they introduced Lindsay to Dennis. And then they, then when I was sort of finishing up my interview, Elaine came in and he was just like, Yep. <laughs> oh wow. and he left the room and he turned around to Nancy and Charles and said, Really? Like, oh my god. Like because she was just, I mean, she still is so gorgeous. Uh-huh. Like, 26 years old and just like old Hollywood stunning. So yes. I met everybody on the same day.
1: Oh very oh cool. my God.
2: That's I mean, so cool.
0: The entire cast of that movie is just everyone's so perfect in their roles
1: oh my gosh yeah completely perfect like it could not have come together and david and i had talked about when he david like had said when he first saw it he really thought that Lindsay was a twin
2: (laughs) like so many people really (laughs) thought she was a twin dennis said that and of (laughs) course he knew that she was one person but she was so good at becoming the other character that she confused people and and a lot of people still say that to me. I'm like, really? Where have you been? <laughs> Come <laughs> on. talented actress. Yeah. Well,
1: because it was also the editing was so good. Like when I just rewatched it, I was looking really close to try to see if I could see anything. You can't tell at all that they're not really standing with each other.
2: Right. And what's super impressive is that at that time, the, the technology was really new. They're, I mean, now it's easier to do it faster, but at that time it was brand new technology and they literally had to shoot everything and then flip it with the double. And And it took quite a while. They were, Nancy and, and Charles who at that time they were still working together, have always done sort of very painstaking looks. And Nancy has continued on. I, if anybody watches her movies, m- her movies they are always, I think there's a thread or an Instagram um, page called Nancy Myers Kitchens. Like her, everything is perfect. Oh you know? wow! And luckily, I'm I happen to be. I happen to be um, pretty consistent with props. Like I, I always call myself the continuity queen because mm. my. This is actor talk, but you'll get this, Grace. My uh, the dialogue for me usually is inspired by the action, and the mm. action is what is created by the, the idea. Right. So even if the action is just sitting with my hand like this, for those of you not watching, I, <laughs> not on my chin. Um, <laughs> if the action is just sitting and listening. It's how I'm sitting and in what certain way. And mm-hmm. if the action is I grab a bag and exit, I know where I'm going with that bag. The bag might not be part of the scene, but my, the inner actor knows why did I grab that bag? Why am I leaving the room? It's all mm-hmm. connected. The thought and the action is connected to the words. So I usually have the props lined up exactly the same way every time, unless the director says, let's try something different. You yeah. know, and then I'll rethink it and maybe do it another way. Or sometimes the prop is getting in the way, you know, yeah. like you can't move the chair that way you're uh-huh. killing our light or you're killing whatever. But, yeah. but I usually inconsistent with what <clears throat> I'm doing. That helps when you're in something that specific where like it has to match. Yeah. yeah. All over the place. Then there's a script supervisor sitting there with a book going, um, no, you had the person in the left hand and the plate of food was in your right hand and you were half turned, but for wow. me usually the same every time.
1: That's that probably helps you and them a lot, especially with something like this, where it had to just be duplicated once I guess when Lindsay had to become Annie or
2: Hallie. Yeah. And from what I hear. I mean, of course, I did scenes with her, but there were a lot of scenes that I was involved in and then we would wait. That's how Elaine and I became so close is because we would sit and wait for those scenes to be finished. But from what I hear, she was consistent like that all the way through. And she was 11, you guys. That's insane. Yeah. She's a very smart girl.
1: Oh, I mean, we even just in the reunion, it was so wonderful to hear like just how much she still loves it. You know, because she was so much, she was so young. She was 11, but you can tell she still has a lot of love. And, you know, because it's such a timeless movie. It really will always, I think, be consistent in people's lives.
2: I hope so. I mean, it, you know, and you know this as being performers and broadcasters now. There are a lot of things that we do for free. Mm-hmm. There is a big whole world of things that we do to try to support or move a career forward. That is not then People that are listening that are either they're on screen or they're musicians or, or they're starting a, um, a, a website, anything that they're creating, which a lot of us are doing right now. A lot of young people are not going into traditional jobs because sure. they are not there right now. So a lot of people that are trying to create, build their castle, as I like to say, you do things because you love it and because you believe in it, you know, or it's a charity that you're behind or a political movement, whatever it is. And then the payoff is great. It's, mm-hmm. it's, sometimes it's gravy. Sometimes it doesn't happen or pay you or anything like that. Sometimes it's just seeing your work happen. But for me as a as an actress, to have even one thing that I've done, and there were a few that I'm I'm pretty proud of, mm-hmm. but in this case, this movie having, the longevity that it's had and people responding to it in a way that's so emotional that's such an emotional touchstone for them of i feel safe when i watch it it's the thing i put on to listen to when i'm trying to fall asleep because mm. i feel safe and comfortable and warm there is no better compliment a- an actor can get than Aww. i have that part in their life I mean truly it's very meaningful to me sorry I, if i were relate no. i'm <laughs> kind of a goober about it i feel really lucky to have been i feel so lucky that i was chosen to do it by nancy and charles i feel so lucky that i have been able to be connected to it for these years and that fans still let me know because quite frankly there's a lot of lean years where we don't work and we don't Mm. get to do these things so thank you
1: oh my gosh thank you it's it completely translates i mean Like I was saying to my fiance, I was like, I was quoting the movie while watching it. And he was like, how many times have you seen this? I was like, I will, I will watch it forever. Like I will never not, but it is, it is just, it totally comes across. Like we all feel how much you guys loved those characters. And even in the reunion, it's just, it's so special to everyone. So thank you guys for bringing that to us. Well,
2: well, we shared a, a You know, there was a lot of months that we shared together. And specifically when we were all up in Napa, it was beautiful scenery. Oh my gosh. I would be 4 a.m. in a makeup trailer and the light would start to come up behind us. You know, the windows were sort of behind us. So when the light would come up, they would have hot air balloon rides (gasps) all over the valley in, in Napa. So you would see 20 balloons going up all across Behind you, because we were oh kind gosh. of elevated where we were, where the makeup trailers were. It was just stunning. If there was, I worked most days, but the couple of days I didn't work, if we went for drives, we would visit the different vineyards up there. I mean, it was just a beautiful place to be. Uh-huh. And Elaine, yeah. Elaine was dating. Who was she <clears throat> dating at the time? The guy from. Why um, can't I think of his name? The mm-hmm. guy from, from Married with Children. The young one, not oh, Ed. Not Ed. I was going to say, I don't know Ed. All I'm thinking David of is Foschino. David Foschino. Oh, okay. oh, was she really? She was dating Dave, David, and I was dating someone who was living in New York, and they both came into Napa, and we all went to dinner together at the um, the Cuisine of America, like the big, the Culinary School of America. That's what it oh, is. Okay. Oh, wow. it's cooking school up there. Just, I mean... It was beautiful. Like there was nothing bad about being up there. We all loved working with each other. We got along. There was nobody in this cast. Sometimes you'll have one person that's like, oh, "I can do without that person." Not <laughs> I like everybody. Yeah. But sometimes other people are like this, and then it makes it uncomfortable on set. Nothing like that.
0: Oh. That's so good to hear because I think it would have killed us if we heard like. <laughs> No if you came on we're like it was awful.
2: Not at all. In fact, I mean, and we said it in the reunion, one of the saddest things was missing Natasha, who was we Mm -hmm. all loved. And she was so special. And she was a smart ass too. Like Mm -hmm. really very elegant. And she is. She was very elegant. She was, you know, has a a family history of being royalty, you know, British acting royalty. And Mm -hmm. she wears it. She is just perfect but (laughs) she but she was fun Mm -hmm. she was fun she had a mouth on her i liked her a lot you would have liked her grace oh
1: yes i love people like that oh my
2: god that's so great to hear
0: how was the house oh yeah like was it it a real house
2: yeah it was incredible i mean when they first drove us up there you know i wanted a tour i was like i want to see all of it which bedroom's mine <laughs> <laughs> and the grounds were gorgeous too not everything you see um the the scene with uh nick and uh, elizabeth that's supposed to be in their like wine cellar is oh, yeah. actually the coppola wine center which was next door okay. so wine cellar, but everything else was the house the outdoors and they just had beautiful they had storyboarded it to the nines, you know? So every shot, and they're very good at this too. This is also very much Nancy now and then Nancy and Charles, um, that when I looked at the storyboards, the angles were, (laughs) this is how we do. The angles (laughs) were like exactly what you saw on the storyboard. I mean, it was just all perfectly, perfectly shot. Oh, wow. That's a dream. They just went up there, Dennis and Laura, Oh Oh, yeah. They They just went up there. Yeah. In fact, I think they were talking about they were going to try to do a wedding up there, but then COVID hit and nothing could, nobody could go anywhere. Oh God.
1: It looks like a dream place for a wedding. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
2: Yeah. I I mean, people live like that right? I
0: can't, I can't even imagine what that's like.
2: Who are those people?
0: Yeah. <laughs> how do we, how do we get to be those people?
2: <laughs> no, I don't know. We become Nick Parker. I yes. guess so. <laughs> um, did
1: you, do you have a favorite scene from the movie or like a favorite part, whether it was yours or not?
2: You know, I, I loved the, this is so weird, but I loved the camp scenes just like when they, did the whole big trick with the slimy floor and Mm. her sliding into just because for two reasons. Number one, it's fun for kids to watch pulling that kind of shenanigans. Yeah. Also being in film, I recognize what it took to make that happen. And that's a big deal with all the contraptions and the stuff falling and everything. I thought that was great. I love Nick going into a pool, but probably my favorite is the scene that they did, I'm a big fan of old movies. Like I grew up, my mom raised me on watching old like um, screwball comedies from the thirties and forties. So my, one of my favorite movies is Cary Grant and Irene Dunn, my favorite wife. They set up the whole sequence in the hotel that we're all a part of. And it's like, we're crossing each other and this one's coming this way and this one's going that way. And we're just missing each other. And it ends with him seeing her when he's in the elevator and he does that lean, Uh. which is from my favorite wife. I love that entire sequence. And I also love the fact that we're running. I'm, I come into it with the dog. (laughs) Yes. Sammy. (laughs) But you don't see. And, and I just love all those quick, quick takes you know like good doggy" and you know just meet her upstairs or yeah that lines are so quick and so fun that I I love the sort of fast-paced comedy of it but what you don't see is that a couple of takes before the one they used when we were coming in and I had the dog they said I think the note was because I heard it on the walkie because we were set up you know, an entire giant hotel lobby away from what they call Video Village, where the director uh-huh. is sitting, and they and they say on the um, monitor to whatever second AD is standing by us, saying "Go!" You know. So they said, "I heard it. Have the dog pull Lisa faster. Have her pull her more." So I don't know who gave the dog a direction. <laughs> I guess it was the dog wrangler. Part <laughs> of Sammy, Uh and they were like, pull! And that dog took off like I was a a sled, and the dog was like a husky. And I went (laughs) flying behind that dog. Oh my gosh. But you know, you don't cut. You just go with the scene. And we got to where the mark was, and God bless that dog. He stopped on a dime, and I went flying. (gasps) Oh no. Total wipeout ka kaboom, and I literally the entire crew just sat there like this. <gasps> and then I picked my head up and went, "Too much." <laughs>
1: was this not what you wanted? That's the <laughs> that's the
2: part that should have been left in. Oh, yeah, hilarious. I was hoping they would put it like in a in a like a blooper. Something. Oh my but god, yeah, the footage. But I know it looked hysterical, and nobody wanted to laugh because they thought I might be hurt. Sure. But I, then I said too much, and then everybody cracked up. And I just, oh my God. it was so much fun. Oh my God, I that's wish we so could funny. see that's that. That footage
0: has to be somewhere.
2: i got to ask Nancy if we can dig that up.
0: That's <laughs> hilarious.
1: If there's anything she held onto it, hopefully it was that.
0: <laughs> I remember the elevator too, Lindsay walks in, and that's whenever she's kind of singing, Let's Get Together. Were you a fan yeah. of the original Parent Trap?
2: Oh, of course. Now, we, you got to remember when I was little, <laughs> <laughs> Back when dinosaurs roamed the earth. <laughs> but hey, if there was no VHS. There was no way to play a movie that you loved. If you wanted to see The Wizard of Oz, you waited till Easter. If you wanted to see the original Parentrap, they would play it whenever they played it on mm-hmm. Wonder Woman World of Disney, and then you got mm-hmm. to watch it. So it, there was no other way to see it. You just waited for that when they would play it. Because it came out, I think, before I was born, or maybe just when I was born. So I didn't see it in the in the movie theater originally, but I would watch it when they would play it once a year on Disney. Okay, and 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 loved it, loved it, loved all the characters. I thought that the dad was mean though. Mm -hmm. I know this was Brian Keith. Like, if anybody is a fan of the TV show he did with Buffy and Jody, the twins. I think it was Family Fair. Was that it? Is that the name of that show? Wow. To play it in reruns when I was a little kid, but there There was like, Mr. French was their butler. It was kind of, maybe they did it because of.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds very similar.
2: Yeah, you know what? That would make sense. I'm figuring that out now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's the takeaway.
2: Let's put him in a movie with some annoying twins (laughs) and a British butler. (laughs) So, I mean, maybe that was why, because I think it did come afterwards. But I always thought he was very stern. You know he was mm. like that dad from the 60s that he wasn't huggy and lovey and you know yeah, yeah he was oh my gosh yeah i don't think hot when i think brian keith i mean rest in peace i'm he was a great actor but you don't think of him and go oh, Joe. yeah <laughs> <laughs> you do with nick parker though yeah 100
1: percent. oh my gosh
0: we have to say whenever you said yes to this interview, we were talking about the movie and both of our favorite scene out of the whole movie (laughs) is whenever you realize that Lindsay's characters had switched.
2: Yeah, and you know what? And I should mention that because, I mean, I'm just talking about as a viewer, in, in performing the scene, the most difficult one and the one that was most gratifying and I think people respond to is I am Annie. Oh, it gives me the chills. Yes, and I I think the reason for that, and and I've said this in interviews before, the moms always tell me it makes them cry every single time they see it, every Mm. time. And I said, well, there's a reason for that. I um, am, when I did the scene, when I performed the scene, I was using as my inner work, having to leave my daughter when she was an infant because I was a stand-up comic. I was a nationally touring headliner. And that's how we paid our bills in my family before I came out to LA to star in TV shows and stuff. And so I went back on the road when she was only a few weeks old. I worked until three days before I had her. And then I, well, we had just bought our first house, my husband and I. And I did not have enough money in the bank to not work. So I had to go back on the road while I was still nursing her. I was like expressing milk into a Ziploc bag. Oh and, my gosh! I would have to leave her, and then some some gigs. If it was driving distance, everybody would come: my four year old son, my husband, my infant daughter, and then I would run back to the hotel and nurse her in between shows. But some place, you know, so I had to fly to some gigs, and then I would come home and just smell her head as soon as Aww. I walked in the house. I could, uh, mothers will. Uh, Will understand this. You can smell them because we're mammals. Mm. So I could smell that baby smell from across the house. But mm. having to leave her, and some sometimes I would come home and I would just pull her out of her car seat. If my husband would pick me up from the train station or from the airport, and I would just hold her and cry and smell Aww. her. So every time I did that scene, I would use having to leave my what it was to not see your baby,
1: mm. and
2: in Chessie's mind. Those are that's her baby. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
2: she was the mother to Hallie. She yeah. she's her mother.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: and the other one, I'm gonna cry now. The other one was taken from her. Mm. Not that she thought she was the mother. Yeah, but she she was the mother to Hallie. So to not see the other one for 11 years because of these idiots. Yeah, was a heartbreak to her every mm-hmm. day. Yeah. So that realization of seeing her other baby was what people see on screen every time you know that that reaction was real because it's what i was using in in the inner work and we did it for three days wow in different sizes and in different ways okay and when we got done shooting it the crew applauded my work which never happens Mm. Never. i mean i should say rarely um <laughs> and, and i mean it does happen i'm sure but it was a, it was a big deal that they recognized what it was and dennis said to me because i was halfway through shooting it i was like am i doing it right uh, the the i was getting different direction and i was like are, and then we came back to kind of how we did it in the first place and i was like am I doing it wrong? I'm doing it wrong. And he saw me, he was, I was sitting in a chair and he came over and he leaned down over me and he put his hands on the arms of the chair and he looked me in the eye and he said, you're doing a magnificent job. And I burst out crying. Yeah. Uh, But that's who he was to everybody on set. And that's who we were for each other. Just very supportive though. Everybody. It was very meaningful work for me. And it was, it's so funny because even now when I'm, you know, auditioning or whatever. And people are like, I don't, you know, does she do drama? And I'm like, did you see the movie? Right? <laughs> like, oh my gosh. She's all real acting.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, that scene is just so good.
1: Yeah, it it's is. incredible. The The applause that you got is so deserved. I mean, even when Chessie mentions when she's all really teary-eyed, you know, bring your own from the hospital, six pounds, you remember how much she weighed. It's clearly immediately hit her and she's just like this i i knew there was this baby out there and she's right here yeah it's it's incredible awesome. i mean we're clapping for you yes.
2: <laughs> thank you stux thank you thank you. I, 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 you know honestly i'm just again going back to earlier i'm just happy that people respond to it mm. if all i ever wanted when i was a kid and i started doing theater very young i started but you know in high school i started professionally and doing dinner theater and, and, and uh, summer stock and all of that stuff that you do. I just wanted to make people feel. I just mm-hmm. wanted to make them cry and laugh and, and feel those emotions. That's what we do, right? We hold the mm-hmm. mirror up to nature. So I, I'm glad it still does that for people. Oh, yeah. It definitely does
1: even in the reunion when your producer, he brought up the point, you know, it's a timeless, amazing, like heartwarming movie, but also, you know, for kids who might've been from a family of divorce, they see like, oh, my parents could get back together. Like, I remember that. And oh, yeah. there's so much more to it that, you know, it is a Disney movie and it's fun, but there is so much heart and so much that really people do take away from it.
2: Oh, thank yeah. you, yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> And thank now that
0: you. it's on Disney plus and people are just probably experiencing it for the first time. My eight-year-old niece just watched it and like gasped whenever I told her that I was going to be talking to you.
2: <laughs> oh, 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 thank you. Well, yeah. yeah. To watch and if I cursed, bleep that out.
1: <laughs> I don't think any. I
2: don't think you did. I don't think you're yeah, good on that. I hope so. You never know with me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wanted to ask you a
0: little bit, um, so like, I love watching stand-up. I work at Conan's, we always have like, stand-ups come in. But every time I watch it, I'm always like, I could never do that, that looks so difficult. Do you enjoy stand-up? How did you get started with that?
2: Yeah, I love it still. I, I, unfortunately, well, everything is closed right now, but even like in the, in the, the last couple of years, um, I hadn't done it in a while. And I said, you know, I, I've got stuff I wanna say. I always did it because it was stuff I had to say. Mm-hmm. You know when I started doing it, I was one of the only mothers doing stand up i mean there were there were women, not like there are now there were like you know twenty women yeah who were, you know per, really working the gigs all around the country and nobody was really a mom except roseanne and yeah and so i I always talked about stuff that you know in my angle was more the plate spinning act of being a career mom you know be like I used to say at the end of my act, raising a family, finding a cure for cancer, having a flat stomach. We're just, uh, we're overwhelmed with all the stuff we're supposed to do as women. Um, So that was what I talked about. And then a couple of years ago, I'm like, you know, I really, you know, I'm divorced. I'm trying to date in LA. There's a lot of stuff I want to talk about. So I started doing it again and actually like put together a show with Sherry Shepard and another comic. We did this little, mini tour called mama palooza we were all moms oh my gosh i, oh, I love that, that. <laughs> i love that and mm-hmm. uh and then i did a couple of tv shows about it but i had only done it like six times before we shot gotham live mm-hmm. but it comes right okay. back to you when you have the when you have the skill set and the ability to communicate to an audience then of course it takes a, a year to get that perfect 15 minutes or 20 minutes. It takes a, a while to build. it, so It's really tight, but being able to entertain an audience that's that, that part I got. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's easy. And so when I don't do it for a while, I really miss it and I'll, I'll do it for charity events or, you know, that sort of thing, but mm-hmm. doing it every night, like at the showcase clubs, like the Laugh Factory and the improv that I haven't done in a while. Yeah. I miss it. I really do. Yeah. Aww. Sherry does it. She's one of my best friends. She, she lives close to me too. And she'll go out when the clubs are open, like four nights a week. And oh, do wow. Stuff. Yeah.
1: That's like we, um, my fiance and I are friends of like, uh, what's it? Chris D'Alea, And he said he still goes, he still performs. Like he doesn't know, there's maybe only one week that he can remember in the last couple of years that he hasn't. Yeah. Like you just, I guess it could be kind of like a muscle. You just keep working it. So you keep fresh That's and you exactly know how to do right. it.
2: That's exactly right. And if you don't, if you're, if you let too much time go, it takes a little bit to ramp up, but Mm. I always feel really at home. Like, you know, even if it's six months of gone, it's never usually six, usually more like (laughs) go by then I'll do a set and occasionally it will kill. Like I had one at the comedy store. Um, I don't know. I think it was last, fall. I hadn't done it for a while. And then I went and did a friend of mine said, come do my show with the store. And I went and did it and I killed, I was supposed to do 10 minutes. I think I did 25.
1: Oh, wow. Back, going, Keep
2: going. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was for, It was one of those sets that's magic. Everything comes together. you uh, what you prepare to say work, the ad libs in between work, The crowd is behind you. And I have a little bit of an extra boost because people, they know the parent trap. And so they recognize me from that. Sure. And and I always tell whoever's bringing me up, you have to say from the parent trap. Otherwise, they're going to be like, why do I know that voice? Why do I? Because it's not like my name's not Lindsay Lohan. It's not (laughs) the name where you go, oh, I know who she is. Like you might have (laughs) to remind them. Because otherwise, they spend the first minute staring at me, going, "What is your voice?"
1: <laughs> they don't hear anything you said.
2: They're just like, <laughs> "I know her." So I have to say
0: you have a very recognizable voice. Like even mm-hmm. we both love Grey's Anatomy and for your two episodes on that. Yeah, I was like, each other.
1: <laughs> that's
2: Chessie. Um, <laughs> I know. That's an, that was another great gig. I met some great people on that show too. And what was perfect about it. It's so funny because the first big movie I ever did was this movie, Eddie with Whoopi Goldberg. And I love Whoopi, mm. And she was, stayed a good friend of mine after that. I went through a breakup. She brought me to her house. Oh, she, she good girlfriended me. It was awesome. Good but, for her. Yeah. She told me uh, my wardrobe on that was just over the top super <laughs> high heels, push up bra, big blonde wig. Like everything was the opposite of whooping. And every time she saw whatever get up they had me in, she would be like, Girl, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: like, you got to get you a role where you could wear. She had Birkenstocks on for everything <laughs> and like comfy clothes. She was like, Wait till you get a job where you get to dress like this. <laughs> and I'm like, now I like dressing up. I was young. Now mm. I'm like, Chessie is the way to go. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Grey's Anatomy, I literally was in a hospital gown and no makeup. Yeah. Perfect.
0: <laughs> Easy. <ever>. Any
2: day. <laughs> I was like, literally, it was easiest day ever. I'm like, oh, I get to like lay in my trailer and sleep until the call on set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds great
1: we also loved you in shall we dance? And that character was super glammed up. I mean, so crazy. Yeah. So I'm sure, well, maybe you were still okay with wearing the costumes at that point.
2: I, I, that was a very particular character. Yeah, she was for her. Like, I remember going to two things. One was the, the dance wardrobe place. And they actually became very good friends of mine. Um, Lena Kosevich and, uh, let in and Nick Kosevich run a, a place called Linique. And they're, um, I actually hired them. I created the show Dance Your Ass Off, which was my mm-hmm. dance show on mm-hmm. oxygen. And I hired them to do wardrobe for it because they come up with the craziest, most outlandish boa feathers and marabou and just crazy. And I went to their studio in New York and tried on stuff and it was nuts. I saw a picture <laughs> from, the, from the wardrobe test for... Actually, I was still skinny when I did the wardrobe try on, and then they sent a few pieces over to Shall We Dance, but I also went to, in downtown LA, there is a hair place that sells like pieces called oh. Try Me Now Hair. Try oh my now. God. Try <laughs> Me Now, Wear Me Later.
0: Oh my, oh my God. God.
2: They're all the most plasticky pieces of like, sent for, I don't know where they're imported from, but I don't. They do also sell real hair and it's fantastic, but they have every clip-on piece that you could possibly imagine. Big giant waterfall curls, (laughs) straight ponytails, you know, half wigs. And I knew they wanted to dye my hair like white blonde. Mm -hmm. Mm. So I call it porn blonde. (laughs) And I bought like 12 or 15 different pieces that I could bring to Shall We Dance and wear there because they didn't, I guess they didn't have something like this in Canada, which is where we shot. So I went and brought everything and that's what I'm wearing. I think for the audition, I actually took the clip out during the scene and put it back in. And that's one of the reasons I think I got the job because it was just, (laughs) you you think it's my hair and then all of a sudden my hair comes off. Oh I my think, god! I think
0: that was one of my favorite scenes is whenever your character's in the hospital and she just reaches behind and pulls <laughs> off the hair.
2: I did a lot of stuff with those hair pieces. That, that I, character became Bobby plus hairpiece.
1: Yeah. I remember those though. Like when the see when you were in the bar and you just stand up and adjust it. I remember like friends of mine had those when we were younger and they would kind of like fix it up. Or my cousin had this one that had like streamers coming out of it. Like it was a whole thing. <laughs> it was yeah. a whole
2: thing. It was an
1: iconic look though.
2: <laughs> Thank you. I was very I was quite pleased with that <laughs> crazy maniacal character I had like, she's like not enough ruffles on this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean not, even not even from
0: ruffles. your first scene when you meet Richard Gere on that staircase, I was like, yes, I love this character That's it. already. Thank
2: you. Thanks.
0: How was it dancing with Richard Gere? Like what were rehearsals like for that? So good. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean I bet. I mean, I, I loved all of my dance rehearsals because my teachers on that movie were um, you know, all the people that became famous on Dancing with the Stars way before that show. And in fact, I was friends with some of the people over there and the president, and I was like telling them you need to hire the movie came out just the year before they started Dancing with the Stars. And I was like, you oh, need wow. Tony Debulani, you need Nick Kosovic, you need this one, that one. Like I was like Karina Smirnoff; She was our my coach for Latin. And Nick was one of my teachers for Standard Ballroom. And Tony was my dance rehearsal for all of it, for everything, the Paso Doble, everything. Mm-hmm. And they are, you know, these are Blackpool winners. These are some of the top dance ballroom dancers in the world and they were my teachers. So dancing with all of them was fantastic. And they were like, you have to get good enough so that you don't need Richard to lead you. Mm. So that you can be, you know, basically in that form on your uh-huh. own. But but Richard I didn't really need to because he was a good lead. He oh, was good. Great, he he was a great dance partner. And we both took it very seriously. If I wasn't on set acting, I was in dance training. Oh, wow. Up to 12 hours a day. It was the the hardest I've ever worked on a movie.
0: Wow. I mean, well, you were incredible at acting (laughs) and dancing, and that, like, it's insane.
2: Yeah. I mean, honestly, I love that movie. I love the performance. I know they, 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 stopped i i was sad about this but for a minute there they were putting um miramax was putting me uh forward for a four-year consideration for uh what is it best supporting actress for an Oscar. oh yeah like okay but um but why not but why not um, right <laughs> they, they started backing finding neverland which was their movie with, oh. with Johnny Depp. i think it was for, yeah uh, about the guy who wrote peter pan but before they were supporting some stuff for, because I mean, Stanley Tucci was great. There were some great- Oh my gosh. that was a
0: great movie. movie. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I was was pretty proud of the work that we all did. Everybody worked really hard. Yeah, it was great. The final product was great. Thank you. And Jennifer was great and she's a fantastic, I used to sit and watch her like dance, even if I wasn't in the scene, I would just sit on the floor and watch her. I mean, she's magnificent. incredible beauty she would from across the room you would just be on set and she would be like shimmering i'm like how does she glow like that's how you know a movie star right that's
0: wild i met jennifer like it was like a 10 second meet and greet and i remember just i didn't know what to say i literally just shook her hand and took a picture <laughs> I, <laughs> just I, I, being in her presence
2: you know what she is she is both things she is that shimmering kind of star that you're like i'm afraid to touch you and then mm-hmm. she Jenny from the block, who's a down girl, who like the first t- day I met her, I walked by and I was like, what? Who smells like this? Who this? And she's like, oh, that's me. And I'm like, really? That's what do you mean? It's you. It's your perfume. She goes, no, it's, I'm wearing me. It was a glow. It was like, her oh, perfume. and I was like, oh. oh, my God, you smell like a cookie. I want to lick you. Oh, and my God. Like, right, Maybe not that. But and then, she, and then she sent me like a whole slew of her product was the next day in my dressing room as a gift she's just she stopped shooting the night of my birthday we were filming and she was done like three Mm -hmm. hours earlier and she stuck around so that she could come on set with when they brought a cake on to sing happy birthday to me oh sing me happy birthday she brought my twins into her trailer with their you know the nanny was up with us in canada so that she could watch them when i was working and she brought my nanny into our trailer so she could feed her homemade cookies and speak Spanish with her and give her props. And I mean, she's just, I, I love her. She's amazing. She's, uh, when, she, when she took us all out to dinner, like towards the end of filming, she didn't just invite the principal actors. She invited the dancers. And that said a lot to me because dancers are never respected in our business like that. They're like, oh, you're a body. And yeah. she, because she came from dance, respected the dancers. And that spoke volumes to me.
1: Oh, that's amazing. That is so true about dancers. They need more credit.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think you guys have had enough of listening to Big Now. So <laughs> well, thank you say, for we- answering all of
1: our questions. I'm yeah. sorry if we've had too many.
2: <laughs> no, that's okay, I just talk a lot. It's not you. We do too.
1: <laughs> well, thank you so much. This was like above and beyond. It was so nice to meet you and hear all these amazing stories.
2: Uh, great meeting you too. You guys yeah. are delightful. I wish you tons of success. You guys are so sweet. Oh, thank, thank you, you so much. much. Enjoy
1: your flower. Enjoy your quarantine. Stay safe.
2: <laughs> well, thanks, guys. You too. Bye.
1: Okay, bye. bye
0: thank you guys for listening to this episode again. If you've listened to it before, for the first time, if it's your first time,
1: mm-hmm. we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. You can't obviously see it, but we were smiling from ear to ear the, the entire whole time. time. It was so amazing to talk to her. We're so grateful that she came on and talked with us.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to go leave us a review. Follow us on all the social medias. We're on Instagram and Twitter at BTTP Podcast. Facebook and TikTok at Back to the Best. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash back to the best. And our website, if you just want a one-stop shop, bttbpodcast.com
1: you almost got that out all in one breath i did that was one time we should try it and see if we can get all of it out in That's, one breath. i was gonna
0: say i would do it now but then but we're exhausted that would just be too much we're out of breath list, our lovely listeners we can,
1: you're all lovely thank you so much for listening and we'll be back next week and we just love you
0: we love you and yeah tune in next week where we are gonna keep taking you <laughs>
1: back, back to, to the, the best,
0: best. bye <laughs>